0: continued at scs.georgetown.edu/podcast Alright as we get ready for the draft here, I have had a thought now for months, really since the end of the last Patriot season, thinking they need to get younger. They need to get more athletic at the linebacker position. So who should we ask? Who has some expertise specifically when it comes to linebackers in the Patriots defense just so happens we have a guy his name is Gerard Mayo Gerard welcome to what I am calling a linebacker crash course I'm just glad you had a thought those are rare I will give you that very rare I also want to point out, because Gerard mentioned before the show, uh, you know, I can can talk about more than just linebackers. Don't put me in a box. So we don't want to do that. We don't want to put Gerard in a box. He can talk running backs. He can talk receivers. He can talk quarterbacks. You guys know that already. You listen to the podcast every week. But Gerard, we want to have you on, obviously. I think they're going to draft a linebacker. I think they might do in the first round. Mm. But I think it would be good to kind of reset and just explain to the people As they're getting ready for the draft as well, and they're trying to figure out who the Patriots are going to draft, what the heck kind of positions are there when it comes to linebacker in the Patriots' defense, and what are their roles? So like when you look at a Patriots' defense, you're looking at that front seven. Mike, Will, Sam, we've talked about them all before.
1: Jack, Mike, yeah, Will. Yeah, give us Sam. the names. Give it us depends. what the roles Tell well, us, tell us, tell us. What? Let me just let the audience in on a little secret. First, it starts with knowing what uh, formation you're, you're in, right? So, 3 4, obviously. Well, it's not obvious. I shouldn't say obviously because I feel like that's a disrespectful term sometimes. So, the 3 4, that means you have three defensive linemen and four linebackers. The right. 4 3, First number is what? Defensive line. So that's four defensive linemen and three linebackers. Got so it. if we're talking traditional 3-4, and let's just, you know, let's go traditional 3-4 to start because we don't know who the defensive coordinator is, and that is where Bill, Belichick— Well, it's Bill. It's yeah, Bill's Bill. defense. Right. right And then a 3-4, your two inside linebackers are your Mike and your Will. And your two outside linebackers are your Sam and your Jack. Now, I know a lot of you are going to say, oh, so how do you know what side to go to? How do you know who's the Mike and the Will? So it's all predicated predicated on the tight end. So wherever the tight end is located, so if the tight end's on the right, that's where your Sam, Sam for strong, Mm -hmm. will go on that side. Sam being the outside linebacker on the strong side. Jack being opposite to Sam, so you know he's away from the tight end, outside linebacker. The Mike and the Will are inside, right? So the Mike would be, would be to the tight end, so he would he would match up with the Sam, essentially. A couple
0: of yards off the line of scrimmage. couple of,
1: in the bubble, and when I say the bubble, that means there are no defensive linemen covering up the guards.
0: Okay, so he right. is basically aligned across from the guard, but a few yards off the line of scrimmage.
1: Yep. This no is,
0: defensive lineman right in front of him. You got a nose tackle who's head up on the center yeah. basically, and you've got a couple five techniques generally. Yeah. Right?
1: But you can move those guys. You can move the you can move you can move the nose, you can move anyone you want, right? Okay. So so I guess when you think about body types, right? So let's yeah, just what start these with roles? the outside like what, linebacker. Like
0: describe what they look like.
1: Yeah, so the outside linebacker in a three-four, those are guys that you want to be you know, you want those guys to have long arms. You want those guys to be uh, fairly athletic because one of those guys has to drop into coverage, right? And the other outside linebacker is usually going to be a rusher. You rarely are going to have both of those guys dropping off. So essentially, after the snap, it still turns into a four-man rush, right? Unless you're doing some blitzing or pressuring or something like that. So you want those guys to be long. You want those guys to be athletic. They have to have some pass-dropping ability. Uh, but also you want these guys to be able to rush the passer because essentially they are a defensive end in a 4-3 scheme.
0: Can I ask you something quickly?
1: No, let me keep going. The Sam
0: (laughs) and the Jack, can those be identical body types? Like when I'm thinking of it as you're talking, I'm thinking and I'm saying, okay, I know Rob Ninkovich used to get after the quarterback quite a bit, but like if he and Chandler Jones were both on the field at the same time and one was the Sam and one was the Jack, I would think that Ninkovich would be better suited as the one who's dropping, just because he was in coverage, maybe a little bit more than than Chandler. I may no, have if, that wrong. If, yeah, but if
1: anything, you would want. You know, those body types are. You know, they should be pretty similar. Okay. Right? What Nikovich lacked in length in his arms and his, his entire body, he made up for in his strength and leverage and things like that. Right. Uh, but in general,
0: you're looking for the same guy: long, athletic, long, athletic
1: okay. guy. Right. Think Willie McGinnis yeah you know, a guy who could set the edge and you hear Bill talk about it all the time being able to set a hard edge uh but also being able to rush the passer so okay
0: three, and how how about the two in the middle the Mike and the Will are you looking for yeah. similar body types and skill sets there
1: so you in the Mike and the Will uh so the Will is usually your faster guy right but at the same time all of these spots are interchangeable and when I say interchangeable I mean the Mike and Will can flip back and forth because all of a sudden The tight end could step off of the line of scrimmage. You can't have guys flopping all around, right? You can't have your two outside linebackers moving when the tight end gets up off the line and moves around. Because now all of a sudden, he could just go right back to the same spot. And now they're just stuck in the middle. Now everyone's in the middle. Then there's no edge. Right. So your Mike and your Will, who are your inside linebackers, these are guys who could also rush the passer. Right. But it's, it's more like a surprise. It's more like I'm going to send the nose tackle thing. And when I say nose tackle, that's the guy right over the center. I'm going to send him a direction. I'm going to wrap off of his butt. Right. So think about that. They're not really, you know, and, and some guys are special, you know, as far as pass rushing. Uh, I remember Gary Guyton, was, you know, he was good at just setting up guards uh, with moves. Really? Yeah, but there wasn't a lot of space in there, so you have to kind of make space. There's Like on the outside, you have so much space, you could just run around. Right. But when you're rushing inside, there's a you know center and two guards in there. So you have to kind of find – and then there's a running back that might have you. So now it's like you have to go you – know, you don't want to be hesitant, but at the same time, you don't know who's blocking you.
0: So short area quickness. Short area that quickness. That kind of thing yep. is helpful if you're going – After the quarterback, from that spot, and also
1: you have to be able to really take on guards because now essentially you're like a defensive lineman because the the guards, the offensive guards, are uncovered, so they could just shoot right out at you and and cover you up. So that's why you see guys working on the flipper. You see a lot of flipper drills and things like that.
0: Flipper drills meaning uh, like the forearm to the chest kind of thing and then you try to swat the guy out of the way, which is yeah. not easy when it, you're a 250-pound linebacker yeah. going against a 300-pound guard. It's not,
1: it's not easy at all, a 350-pound guard who is short and also has leverage, right? So now it's like, how do I defeat this blocker? You know who's good at doing You know who's good? Uh, he really didn't have a, a, you know, I wouldn't say his flipper was bad, but for so, somehow Brewski was so, like, he would get, he could get, Flatten like a pancake, and just bounce up and end up behind the guard somehow. And it was just like I remember Matty P. Like, "Dude, look at this! Look how Brewski just, you know, look how he does this." And I'm like, "Like, Matt, like I would die." He just if like I did. teleported. Yeah, it's like he has no ligaments in his body, zero ligaments. He would just get, like, he's just flopping around on yeah. the yeah. ground, you ever bouncing see, like, up. Even up when like those... he like that celebration, when he like <laughs> slide on his knees, you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, yes. Yeah. It's like he has no ligaments.
0: He's like one of those. uh, The way you're describing it sounds like one of those punching dummies. Like you know, it's a clown. It's got the sand in the base, and it just like you hit it, and it just bounces right back. You call Brusque a dummy? I'm going to tell him that. I won't do that because he's uh, a very smart guy by all accounts. So, how about you? When you were out there, were you always the mic? Where you no, used the will often. No, I played all of them. You know, you I, played all. All,
1: yeah, I played all of those spots. And I, I remember playing outside backer one time. They were, you know, they put Gary out there and he was losing the edge. And they put me out there to, to set the edge. And that was an experience, you know. Um, you really have to use your your leverage and, uh, you know, because my arms are long. But they're not as long as a guy like Crable or like Willie McGinnis or like those guys. Uh, but it's fun, man. Those guys, you know. You get a special guy out there, and it's good when you have like Chandler could rush the passer. But at the same time, it's like we need an edge, so that's why you kind of like go four three, try to bring a safety down
0: or something like that. So. Because he wasn't big on setting an edge. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. How hard is it to find guys who can play all of those? Because when I thought of you as a well, player, you're never I thought play Nor-
1: all four. Well, I, should, I take that back. You know who played all four? Who? Mike Vrabel. He and, he and he looked so yeah. – he really couldn't because he looked so awkward on the <laughs> inside. And people would tell you I mean, – he would tell you that. Yeah. He looked like a praying mantis in
0: there. He had to do that later in his career, right? Someone got hurt. They got a little thin. Yeah, I think, I think yeah.
1: Junior got hurt. Some other guys got hurt. And it was just like – he looked like a praying mantis, looked just so out of place. But it's hard – I mean, those body types are completely different, right? Outside linebacker, inside
0: linebacker, completely different. You were – um, what? what were your measurements when you were in your playing days? Were you two fifty? Yeah,
1: six one and seven eighths. Okay, I think they measured. Yeah. I used to it's know. Like you, you, give you know me what's weird is you I used to 16? know your measurements, <laughs> like
0: especially like coming out of the combine. I was two forty-two. Kind of of- I'll brush up on all of those, but because what we're doing at this point is we're looking at, and the Patriots, unlike really any other team, have just this volume of draft history. Yeah. That you can say, okay, this is what Bill likes in linebackers. Between this height and this weight and this forty time and this three cone, yeah. and you put it all together and then you scroll through and all this information is available to us now. You're like and a you data say, scientist now. You right? just say, like, okay, yeah. Derek Rivers looks For like sure. a guy who they're gonna like as, you know, he's as an edge guy. So um but or whatever still the position some, is.
1: There are still some like Yeah. You know, there are still some just a nom like people who you would never th- like Bill would just draft someone. It's like whoa, like what, you know what was he thinking there?
0: And how and much the of way that Bill is... the way Bill drafts, I'll tell yeah.
1: you. So and and it still baffles me why people still draft like I mean they still trade five picks for like to move up mm-hmm. in the first round somewhere. Bill's like, all right, guys, I don't see much value at this pick. I'm just going to accumulate all these picks. Like here you go, you can have my first round. I'll get, you know, five second rounds or whatever. And now it's like, because the draft essentially, no matter what people tell you, it's still a crapshoot. It's like, you know, some people, all right, I'll take that back. There are guys every once in a while, you're like, wow, that guy's going to be good. But for the most part, you really know. Like, think about Vernon Golston that came out my year. And it's like, everyone was like, Vernon Golston has all the measurements.
0: You love talking about Vernon Golston.
1: No, I don't. I really don't. I'm just. But you remember him. that I mean, that people
0: really liked him coming they out.
1: They did because but his measurements were off. The, you know, and that's why I'm like, don't put too much stock in the combine. But
0: your measurements were pretty crazy too. So don't like say no, no. That no but I'm saying, but like, still,
1: don't put too much stock in the combine okay. because the thing, you know, the combine is like even the bench press, right? You look at the bench press. That's a weird. And one. I hate that. And I, you know, I hate that that uh, they use that as a measurement of upper body strength because when are when is your back. Against a solid surface and you're pushing up.
0: Uh maybe after you've been pancaked yeah. and you just are trying to fight for survival. Exactly.
1: At that point. <laughs> and I'm like, if you if you've ever tried to like uh you know, like the jammer, do you know the jammer machine?
0: No. What's that?
1: It's like when you uh like there's like you're standing up and Sounds like something
0: they would have at like a big like a fancy gym No, They, like have it, they have it at, no, okay. I'm they
1: have it at every gym. It's just like you put weights on it, you just push it. I, I mean they can't see it on the podcast. You guys
0: Are you me. sitting down? No, no, no. You're, you're standing, standing up. up. Yeah, no support there. That feels like a trail that would be your important Your core for should be player. the bench. They don't have that at my gym. Great gym. Yeah. Motivated fitness. Free shout-out for them in South Boston. Great spot. Uh, but they don't have that. So we were talking about – Motivation's
1: temporary. It's all about discipline. There's yeah.
0: motivational quotes on the wall. It's awesome. Yeah, it's whack. Um, a 100% commitment is easier to keep than a 99% one. You ever hear that? That's whack. Um, so guys that would kind of fit your descriptions – in, that are in this year's class i just want to mention a few names um for the people that are interested if it's a three four outside linebacker that they're looking for and some of these guys are versatile but somebody like leighton vander ash is somebody who could be at the end of the first round available he's from boise state but he is that long athlete that gerard's talking about six foot four 256 pounds 34 inch arms he had a 40 inch vertical he ran the three cone in 6.88 seconds I don't think he's going to be available to the Patriots at the end of the first. I think he's going before that, um, but a really talented guy and somebody who played off the line. So he wasn't really a traditional edge at Boise, but might be that kind of guy who could do a little bit of everything that Gerard was talking about. Another name, uh, Roquan Smith, another guy who should be pretty versatile. Ro- uh, not, I'm sorry, not Roquan Smith, Rashawn Evans getting all my top linebackers mixed up roquan smith is probably going in the first 15 picks he's from yeah, georgia Did he's you watch him at all sec yeah, guy yeah um Those
1: sec linebackers are pretty man good. they're
0: really good uh rashawn evans also an sec linebacker from alabama he actually started started out really more as a pass rusher than an off the ball linebacker do you um, see the so patriots do, moving up so can do both
1: any scenario
0: yeah i, I they've they moved up to get hightower um they've moved up before. I, I I would not rule it out. I know everybody thinks they move down, especially at the bottom of the first round, um, where you know maybe picks twenty through forty are really similar, um, and you can just you know maybe you can just add picks. You can get a second round guy at the top of the second round who might be a similar player. But I could see them trading up. It depends on on how badly they want one of these guys. It's always player based. Caseri always tells us that. Belichick always tells us that. If you move up. It's because you have a player in mind. If you move down, it's probably because you have a chunk of players in mind. You're looking at it and you see, right. okay, there are seven edge guys we like. If we move down 15 spots, you know, five of them might be gone, but we'll probably be able to get one. And I think that's actually happened. What happened with Derek Rivers last year? There were a bunch of edge guys that were. I'm all excited sort to see what a, Derek Rivers brings. He, to he the could table. be. He could be interesting. Um, but there are whole. Mess There's of no edge guys All went. And the same I hate. Last I'm. All,
1: I'm super like anti. Uh, binary in anything, but at the same time, with Derek Rivers, either he's going to be great or he's going to be
0: terrible. <laughs> Why? Because the name. There's
1: no, no, no. There's no oh. middle ground.
0: Oh, I thought you were like really emphasizing the name there. Why are you saying that he's going to be great or he's going to be terrible?
1: I just, I feel like the upside is all the way there, and I feel like the downside is just all the way there. There's no, there's no like six. He went to
0: Youngstown State.
1: There's no six sack. There's no like. It's either. It's either ten sacks. Or zero sacks, and he's a special teamer. Not not saying that there's anything wrong with special team. No, no. Nope, but I'm telling you, it can go. Either. I'm hoping for the upside, and that's what I'm I'm banking on.
0: Um, last name I want to mention in this year's class: another guy might be available late. Another Georgia guy late in the first round: Lorenzo Carter. He's listed as an edge guy, and he would probably be that three, four outside linebacker. But he's so athletic, um. He reminds me, Gerard, a little bit of Jamie Collins, somebody mm. who you know very well. How did Jamie's skill set fit into those positions we were just talking about?
1: Yeah, Jamie was one of those guys who could, uh, you know, Jamie played every position in college. He played defensive end. He played linebacker. He played safety. And when you think about that. It's wild. wild. Well, as last year
0: they didn't win one game, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's always the caveat. Me,
0: but so like it's not caveat. like the team was great. <laughs> so it's not like he was knocking out like all these five star prospects of all these positions that he was moving on to, but he was incredibly athletic.
1: Obviously. He was he was athletic. Uh but he was one of those guys who, you know, he came in, he struggled early on. But as you knew he was a great athlete. Like this guy could touch the ceiling in the locker room. It was like amazing. Like like Dallas Thomas was one of those guys. Like Adalis Thomas was one of those guys where he could do a lot of weird things. Like he played gunner on punt. And when you think about that it's like wow. But uh you know at the same time it's kind of like do you want a guy who can do you know you want guys who are, you know are like specialists? If you're going to stay in the 3-4. I'll just
0: put that out there. But does Bill want that? It seems like he likes guys that can do everything.
1: No, at, at certain spots. Okay. Like if you're a star, if you're a slot corner, right. I don't care if you're good outside. like right. Don't be good outside. Just be a slot corner. Yeah. right? Let's uh, think,
0: uh, who was a good slot Arrington or? was like that for Arrington. a while.
1: Yeah. yeah. Arrington was a good slot corner. If you're an inside linebacker in the 3-4, you better, now there's a caveat to this as well. You better be a good inside linebacker in a 4-3. You better be a good Mike. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're a good Mike in the 4-3, you you could be a good Michael Will in a 3-4. If you're a good outside linebacker in a 3-4, you better be a good defensive end in a 4-3. Totally get that. Right. But but a guy like Jamie, he could play outside linebacker in a 4-3. He could play inside linebacker in a 4-3. He could play inside linebacker in a 3-4. He could play outside linebacker in a 3-4. Now, would you want him to play 3-4 outside linebacker? Only in the case of emergency. Like that's it. Like he wasn't interested in setting an edge.
0: Sure, <laughs> that contact, like taking on, yeah, big on, blockers on at the line day, of scrimmage, three, not four. his thing.
1: Can he do it?
0: Yes. Will he do it? That's yeah. He was, re- he was really good at times at avoiding those guys. He would kind of squirm yeah, but around. Yeah, when blocks. you
1: squirm around that stuff in a three four, you're you know, you know three, in a three four, you're supposed to build a wall, and you you know you hear Bill say that all the time, like build a wall, build a wall. Sometimes the wall has a little hole in it. Seriously, I remember 2010 yeah. when Ray Rice, first play of the playoff game, he broke, like slipped through. The wall was there. He found a little crack in that wall. You remember that? First play. It was like a 70-yard touchdown. It was,
0: it was just it's crazy. not what you're looking for. Not what you're looking for. Um, because
1: you're banking on, you know, you're two-gapping. You're banking on two people responsible for one gap. So, essentially, you're banking on two arm tackles equaling a whole tackle.
0: So, Lorenzo Carter, I, to... He he's a sick he's six six so he's taller he's than six, Jamie six, he's six. Six, six, 250. six
1: two fifty can't play inside again
0: thirty four inch arms you don't think he he's just he too big play. to play inside you're too long you're the too le- long
1: you don't have you you don't have so that he leverage. couldn't do what
0: Jamie Jamie did because Jamie was long and he played inside at times
1: yeah but not in a three four it wasn't a okay.
0: lot it was a four three so how does it change why does that change because the
1: three four there's no one covering up the offensive okay, so guard. Okay, you gotta be able to handle these guys those are guards. coming straight out at you. So they're coming. So if you're diagnosing the play and you're six six, mm-hmm. like it takes time for you to get down and try to get underneath a six. Most guards in the league are six three, six right. two, you know, three hundred fifty pounds. They're like squatty guys. That's a squatty position. Now a tackle. If these are tackles coming out like a six six guard or something, you know, let's say a, a guy who's a six five six six guard, no problem. But your better guards aren't six six.
0: Could you play, could you be could you be an off the ball guy at 6'6", six, six, 34 inch arms, and a four three?
1: I mean you could. You could. You
0: could. <laughs> Is that what you want? I don't know. Probably you tell not. Me. Okay.
1: No, you want a six six guy. Like you're you want to use so this. This guy's
0: strictly an edge then, Lorenzo Carr. I would say Probably. so. Probably. Okay. If
1: I'm th- but you know what I don't like to put people in buckets. I don't like to put people he, in buckets. He's
0: a good athlete. He's not quite as athletic as as Collins was, but 4-5, 4-5-0 at 250. Pretty Go good. Go watch
1: film of Rabel. Okay. What was his 10-yard split?
0: Uh they don't list that, but what? that's something that we'll find eventually. It's not listed here on nfl.com, you which know, is You know, 10-yard
1: split.
0: 10-yard splits are important because that shows your explosion. If you're running 40 from stopped yards, that's position.
1: a that's a big gain on the for But the it offense. does
0: t- it does tell you this guy's a real special athlete for NFL for his Network. Size. Tells you that? I think his size and speed is kind of speaks. For if itself. anything That's tells you, rare. if
1: anything tells you, it's the broad jump.
0: So Red his broad, broad was good. It, Jamie Collins basically set up world record for the broad jump. His was, but that uh, shows 10 you foot 10. real hip explosion. Ten foot ten. It's pretty good. Yes, yeah, good. Six six. Just what six. was yours? I don't know. Not as probably good. Probably like fifteen. Probably fifteen. Clearly fifteen. <laughs> um, so
1: <laughs> you ever four, see the three. movie? You ever see Marvel? Marvel superheroes. You ever see? Uh, you ever see when see Incredible feel. Hulk jumps? Like he, he yeah, travels. He's, he, really, he travels and jumps. He, he lets me. it fly.
0: That's the fun. That's, that's the most me. fun event to watch because when the, the guys who are really good at it, they really kind of like yeah. spread their wings and fly. For a little have bit. you ever
1: dunked in your life? I'm just yeah, curious. you've yeah. never dunked. Yes.
0: Uh, it must, like have, a been a two-hand. It must size, have been two hand regulation yeah, size regulation ball. Now that's that's you a can't even story. palm a ball. Fully those pumped, small hands. Fully
1: small hands. No, I could palm a ball. <laughs> small hands. So I have small hands. Yeah, come on, down. let's no, go. Sit down. No, on. no, you're get afraid. Those, we're afraid get to measure those hands, hands out of my this face. Is a, this
0: is a bad podcast no. thing to do.
1: Get out but of I want to measure. They can't see it. No, they look small. They tiny. They literally just did this. on um. that.
0: Pardon my take. Literally just did that with Josh Allen, which was pretty funny. We have to tape a television show. So we're going to leave right now. But thank you for sharing some knowledge with us on this. This was really good. It was almost 20 minutes of linebacker talk. Um,
1: yeah, I want to talk about quarterbacks. I we want can to do all that stuff. Receiver. We've got time before the draft. But you know, I want to do it with just me, though. I feel like you know, you're, kind of, you're, you're dragging me down.
0: Okay, well, no, I'm just joking, say goodbye start. to the people. I'm going to come back. <laughs> I'm going to throw some more names at them, and I'm going to tell them uh, how they can find more info on the draft coming up. But say bye. Peace out. All right, thanks again to Gerard for breaking down the linebacker position in the Patriots defense, 3-4, three, 4-3, four, four, three, the differences in terms of what you're looking for um, with these players' skill sets and the different roles that they might play within that linebacker group. Thought that was great. I learned a lot. I think we might have shortchanged the 4-3 linebacker roles just a little bit, but to run through it quickly, if you're looking at the modern-day Patriots roster, uh, you're looking at Landon Roberts as your Mike Dante Hightower as your Sam, and probably Kyle Van Noy as your Will, the more athletic guy who can run and chase a little bit, maybe feel a little bit more comfortable using him in coverage, the guy who would stay on the field in a lot of those sub looks. So if that's the case, and then if you want to throw it back to Mayo's day, Mayo was the mic, and you had Jamie Collins was your Will, and Hightower again was your Sam. So if they're looking to fill a linebacker role, whether it's 3-4 roles or the 4-3 roles in this draft, Who's available to them? Well, we already talked about Vander Esch a little bit. We talked about Evans a little bit. Uh, We didn't talk about Tremaine Edmonds or Roquan Smith. Those guys are going to be long gone by the time the Patriots pick. Edmonds from Virginia Tech, Smith from Georgia. Both incredible athletes. Both have a ton of upside. Both look like, even though they are different types of players, the modern-day NFL linebacker because of their athleticism and their ability to fly around the field. So... You're looking at Van Der Esch, maybe at the end of the first round. An ascending player, somebody that I know people around the league are really, really excited about because he didn't play a ton at Boise. But when he played last year, he proved that he was... Week after week, one of the better athletes on the field when you have that size speed combination, that's incredibly enticing. Evans depends on what you want him to do at the next level. If you want somebody who can do a little bit of both in terms of get after the quarterback, but also play on the second level and play against the run and be a hammer in the middle of your defense, that's great. If you want him to be that extension of the coaching staff and calling the plays and making checks and getting guys aligned, That's not something, as far as I understand it, he was asked to do a ton of at Alabama. People around the league, if you're looking for a Mike linebacker, you know I've been told he's probably not your guy. So what are the Patriots looking for? And what do they want? Do they want a Will? Do they want a Mike? Do they want a Sam? And how do these guys fit in? Again, we talked about Lorenzo Carter. Sounds like in terms of what Mayo believes he's going to be an edge guy, but maybe you do play him off the line if you're in some of those four three looks. Maybe you do feel comfortable sending him on some of those a gap blitzes and just try to blow through the line and use that length and that athleticism that he has. Some day two guys for you guys to keep an eye on as we get later into the draft. Somebody that you know may be able to come in right away and play special teams. We know that's what the Patriots like on day two. Typically, you know, especially early in your career. Get involved in the kicking game and then we'll figure out what you can do defensively for us. You know, Fred Warner from BYU, Jerome Baker from Ohio State, Malik Jefferson from Texas. These guys are all really good athletes. These are the modern day NFL linebacker types. They are 6'2", 6'3", 230, 240, um, you know, really explosive. When you look at some of their jump numbers from the combine, they're in the 4-5 40-yard dash, second range. They're going to be able to run with running backs and tight ends. Uh, You know, If you're looking to get more athletic at the second level, and I think the Patriots should be, those are the guys that you'd have a lot of interest in. If you're looking for somebody to be the brains of the operation, somebody like Josie Jewell would not be a bad choice, in my opinion. Now, he's probably more of a third, fourth rounder as opposed to a second, third rounder. But kids from Iowa, you know he was coached well. By Kirk Ferentz, a lot of Patriots connections at Iowa. A ton of production at Iowa for Jewel, And he's not the biggest guy. 6'1", 230-ish, 235. Uh, but a really good three-cone. We know the Patriots like that measurement. 6'8", three-cone, good long shuttle. So he's got the quickness. Does he have the long speed to be able to stay with some of these running backs if they're running wheel routes down the sideline? I don't know. Again, it depends on what you're looking for. And then if you're looking for day three guys... You know, Oren Burks from Vanderbilt is a name that's really interesting to me because Belichick has shown a lot of interest in Vanderbilt over the last few years, likes the coaching staff there. Oren Burks is somebody who had almost a Collins-type trajectory, played some safety in college. Now he's obviously playing linebacker. Some really good numbers at the Combine this year, really good athlete. He's a 6'3". He's probably in the 230 range. Um, you know, maybe he has to get a little bit heavier, but, you know, explosive, explosive athlete. Um, and Sky Moore, somebody the Patriots met with um, at the South Carolina Pro Day. That Belichick met with personally. It sounds like they had a great meeting. This guy was incredibly productive at the SEC level, which is probably the best conference in college football. Led the team in tackling for four years. So you know Bill Belichick's going to appreciate that kind of production. Anyway, those are some names to keep an eye on. Thanks again, guys, for listening to this. Hopefully you learned something. I know I did. If you could, please, please, please subscribe to this podcast. Tell your whole family to subscribe to the podcast. Tell all of your friends. Tell even that one relative that you haven't spoken to in some time that they might be able to improve their lives by, you know, fifteen, sixteen percent, uh, should they subscribe to this podcast. We really appreciate it, and we'll be checking in with you guys frequently leading up to the draft to give you all kinds of draft coverage in terms of what the Patriots are looking for, in terms of some of the buzz around the league. So be sure to tune into the pod, read us on NBCSportsBoston.com, and obviously watch us, Boston Sports Night, early edition, quick slants. You know the deal. Thanks again, guys.